um, uh, what makes, you know, great CEOs great? Like, what, what do they do? And he said, like, this is the only, he's like, it comes down to one thing. He's like, I, I think I mentioned this before, but it comes down to one thing, which is that, you know, great CEOs like execute and they execute a lot, a lot. And by the time most people or the average person is still thinking about it, the great CEO has already done it, has already failed, and has already learned from it and done it right. again. What's up, Sean? How's it going, my friend? Good, brother. It seems like it's been a while, man. Went through Christmas and uh, it's, it's longer than I, I, I wanted, so here we are. Yeah, man. So uh, we are, well, it's practically 2021 uh, now in, in a few few hours, actually. So yeah, man, um, a lot of things happening right before the year is ending um, for a lot of business owners or people just following around um, you know, with the news. There is a second wave uh, of funding that uh, Congress released for people, um, you, know, you know, everyday Americans uh, individually, uh, families, but also for business owners. There's a second round of the PPP which is the Paycheck Protection Program, uh, going to be released. And um, yeah, if you're a business owner, which many people are, um, you might be thinking about taking advantage of it. So there's uh, some some there's a lot of things happening, man, this year. It's like it's like it, it, almost when you think it's over, then it's now there's something else happening. And now there's uh, uh, other discussions of what's going to happen on January 6th and all the stuff. And we're, it's almost like we're still, uh, we still have an un- unsettled election. So yeah, that's <laughs> it's like crazy. a, a never-ending battle, man. Yeah, no, that... The bill too that uh, you know was just proposed. It's it's crazy because like you know majority of it's not even being spent here or supposedly. So I I really don't even understand how that can can be brought brought to the table. Um, it's it's kind of mind blowing. Yeah, I mean I, I think mind blowing is uh, it's too kind, man. It's a disgrace. Uh, I think yeah. it's a total disgrace uh, what they've done. Um, I've had some conversation around this, and people say, well, pretty. You know, as um, someone who is like fiscally conservative, you don't want to, you know, give out all this stimulus and this and that. And it, uh, my, my argument to that is like, if you're going to do it anyways, like if you're going to have a bill that's worth like $900 billion or a trillion dollars, then you might as well. And that's meant for COVID relief. You might use it for that. <laughs> so, right. you know, so I think a lot of like conservatives and liberals, whatever, like whatever, however you feel yourself, like would like have like kind of like switch like what how do we really feel about things and it's difficult and even forget the politics aside like when you're a businessman you're thinking about like the economic economic part of this um but yeah my argument has been and you know i shared my views like widely on the show is like if you're again like i say like if you're going to propose a bill to help people out then that's what the bill should be for and there would be one thing if it was like we're going to give 600 dollars per person and that's everything there's no others we don't have more money. And right. I'm like, okay, I get it because we're going to have to fund this some way. But now if you're saying $600, so out of the bill, you know, that's worth a trillion dollars, less than 50% is going to the United States. Um, and to me, that is an absolute disgrace, man. Uh, I feel like a shame to, to, to see that we elected these people. <laughs> I mean, there's a part where I just saw Joe Rogan post about it. Uh, you probably saw it already too, where he talked about a, a little portion. It's actually not even in the main part of the bill. It's like in a comment section that the government has to like release findings about UFOs in there. Like it, it starts a, a, a countdown to talk about UFOs. I don't know if you've seen that yet. It's like trending right now on Twitter. 
it's it's ridiculous like how is that part of COVID? it makes no sense at all um yeah. so i don't know man it, it's it, like i said it's mind-blowing to, to say the least yeah yeah it's a shame um you know and it's it's politics as its finest you know you try to put p- things in into the bills and you know that it has to get passed because if you don't pass it then everyone's like well people are not going to get their relief right so you have to pass it so you know, a president comes and says what is he supposed to do he cannot pass it because then people will be fall under poverty but if you and if you pass it there so um and this is a whole another discussion about um, sure. how the president like found a way around this but long story short there's a lot of stuff happening uh before the end of the year still so it seems like 2020 is uh, still trying to um you know, put his uh, tentacles on us. And I just saw, I was wa- watching uh, Bloomberg just now, uh, looking at some of the stock news and uh, they're announcing that the new strain of the COVID now apparently is in the United States. Saw that, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just, I, I don't know what to say about all this stuff, man. It's a, it's a shit show. Yeah. I don't know either, man. Hopefully uh, 2021 is a little different, but I mean, it's just a different day. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, now that we're getting into 2021 on some positive stuff, um, we all want things we do with the truth bomb. We ask people questions. We think about, um, you know, from the from the standpoint of the consumer, right? So, uh, you know, that's when we go on the show, you know, put this mic on, you have your mic. And the first thing I think about is I think about the listener. I don't really think about myself. I, it's not really about like, what do I really want to say? Um, I mean, that plays a role in it or where you got, you know, what we want to talk about. It's more about like, what should the audience, like, how can we provide value to the audience? That's really the starting point of all of it. And um you know, when it comes to like the end of the year, we have questions that come in. Um, put a question sticker up a few days ago, highly just about politics that most people ask me about. But a couple of questions in there that I thought were interesting and I wanted to bring today to the, to the table for our truth bomb sure. is the questions around, okay, so what do you do in 2021? Like, how, how do you, and this is not just 2021, but every every time you want to make progress, right? A year is over, you have a new start, it's a fresh start. Psychologically, it feels like a totally new, you can start from scratch. Right. How do you make sure with absolute certainty that you're going to make progress, that you're going to succeed, that you're going to achieve better things like next year? What are the steps? So, Sean, when you've looked at your own life, like when some years you've made progress, and I'm assuming knowing your character, every year has been that way for you. Um, but when you look at like, what are some of the things that you've actively done where you're like, oh, I've made progress this year. And like, what, how does someone get in the right mindset, mentally, emotionally, intellectually to get there, man? What, what are yeah. your thoughts, Rob? Yeah. So I think personally, um, I think planning is a, is a big part of this. Um, you know, with myself right now in NutriFit, we have already been planning for Q1, um, not just January, but February, March and into April. So um, I, I think that if you're if you're not planning ahead, you're, it's going to be too late. Um, you can't really launch your strategy with with enough strategy. Um, you can't launch your strategy with enough like direction. So something that you know I'm doing currently is is working with a designer, a graphic designer, and you know that's something I've never really done. So we've been planning since November, November, and now December um, for Q1. So I think planning is, is definitely something that people need to to take seriously um especially you know for for my business with supplements there there's different product releases and things like that for each quarter so building hype around those the strategies that we have in place the uh, transformation challenge is the first thing that we're doing but also we just launched today actually an affiliate program so a lot of a lot of planning is going behind that just to make sure it's running smoothly and it's the first time we've ever done anything like this so that's that's something new for us and um, 
like I said, we've been planning for that. So planning is number one. And then we talk about it a lot on this podcast too, is, is being uncomfortable. So like, uh, this ambassador program, it's completely new to me. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know really how to, to manage people that, that are promoting my brand yet. Cause I've never done it. So something like this, I think it is going to keep me on my toes and keep my team on, on our toes. And that's something that, that you need to do. We talk about it all the time. Being, being comfortable is, is not a good environment for growth. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, um, I mean, we can almost do a summary from like every episode we've done, yeah, pretty um, much, yeah. like handful, dozen plus episodes we have, and more uh, in the pipeline. Um, I, I think a big part is, and you know, one of my favorite episodes that we've done uh, out of the many was like when we talk about the Stockdale principle, and so the concept being around being realistic. Um, and uh, if if you're not sure like what I'm talking about, like definitely listen to that episode; it's a very good one. Um, but I think it's really important to know like the cards you hold. And I think that's very important. Um, I think a lot of times like we want to do X, but we don't achieve X because that's just not our current reality. And so you have to be the master at at your game. And that's really important. I'll give an example. So, um, you know, I've some colleagues, associates, um, some other people that um, Justin and I consult. And like sometimes like, you know, people want to do a, a, a program or they want to um, go a certain route, but that's just like not where their business is. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> for example, you know, we have certain times that people hit me up. It's like, man, I just don't like doing a lot of like branding and marketing and podcasting and, and blogging. I just like, not my thing. I don't like doing that. Like I just, it's just not natural to me. But the problem is if you have a direct to consumer brand, if you sell on Shopify, that's you have to do that. Right. So yeah. if you want to live the lifestyle where you're kind of hands off with the business, you're not doing branding and putting yourself out there, you should go into Amazon. You should look at retail. Because if you have a retailers that sell for you, you can work with retailers, make good relationships. And there's a lot of brands out there where people have no idea who the owners are, never seen them. They, right. If you're in the supplement space, I know brand owners who never work out, like I don't think they ever go to the gym. It's just like not their brand. But if you're like a direct to consumer brand and you don't want to go the retail route, like you have to promote, promote, promote. No one's coming to your store. And you know, if there's people who are like not in e-commerce and like they don't really understand this example, it's really important to understand your your place. So like where are you right now in your life? Like what resources do you have? Stretch those. Like work with the resources you have and don't set goals where you just don't that, that's that resource you don't have that available to you right now. Right. If you're based in Texas, like doing things that are like that you have to do in Silicon Valley is not immediate, it's not going to be an immediate reality. And I think that's really important. The reason why I say that is not in a discouraging way. I say that because you need to have, you know, winning is a, a result of winning small battles. That's how you win a war. If you look at all the great wars that have been fought and won, you see there's been a succession of battle, 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 and then you have a big major conflict and you win that. And if you don't win uh, for a long time, it's going to hamper your success. So I always try to do programs and processes, like you know, with my own business. I I ask when before we do a new, a, a new program, I ask like, is there, like, are we going to see immediate gains and long term gains? If we only see long term gains, I don't do it. I just don't. <laughs> I don't because if it's too long term and I don't see anything immediate, it's going to be a problem. Now I know this is counterintuitive to, you know, what a lot of entrepreneurs would talk about. Be like, play the long game, play the long game. I don't always agree with that because you need to see if you're a business and you need to see growth, you need to see something in the short term as well. And I think people, when why is this important? When you set your New Year's resolutions, like 
you know, if, if right now what you have available to you is like $20,000 and you're like this year, I'm going to, you know, do something that's like, it's like not immediately available to you. You're setting yourself up for failure. So one thing that I, I, my message for people going into next year is like, instead of looking outside for like things you don't have, look at what you have right now in your life. And I mean, leverage the fuck out of it. Like leverage, leverage, leverage everything you have. Like what do you have in your house right now? What assets do you have? Like what, what, like what skill sets do you have? Do you know how to code? Do you know how to write? Like leverage the shit you have right now. Instead of trying to find like, I'm going to learn something totally different. I'm all for it. Um, but I think that's the way to really succeed is to build on the things you already have and leverage them to the max. Because I know a lot of people who are sitting, I will say this, there's people who are sitting on like success. They don't want to do that. They don't. They, 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 they want to define something else. And it's totally fine. But you have to understand that your likelihood of succeeding uh, immediately is going to be shorter. You might win in the long term. But for, I'm always about like you have to see long-term gains, but also short-term ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I when I was listening to that, I... I kind of thought about it's more like uh, you want to go deep rather than like wide, I guess. It's more about depth than width. So like for my few strategies that I had in 2020, um, I went pretty hard in those like two or three things. I'm going to still have those in 2021. I'm adding a couple, but I'm not really straying too far from those three to five core things that I'm doing. So I'm going much deeper in those rather than trying to, to dip my hand in, in every every single thing to grow my business. I, I think it's wasted time. So it, it's kind of agreeing with what you were saying where, you know, focus on, on what you're good at doing. And uh, you mentioned a couple of clients that that don't want to, uh, you know, do the promotion, the advertising, and and that's fine. But then you, you're, you're not really meant to be in the, the D2C game. You know what I mean? No. You want to stick no. with retail. So no. um, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, with the things that that we're launching in 2021, um, it's basically I'm basically redoing 2020, just adding a couple things, and I'm, I'm going to go hard in these five things now that I have. And each year, I'm going to add a couple more strategies, and hopefully, you know, keep building off that because 2020 for us was our best year to date. Um, so the strategies we had in place worked pretty well. So I'm going to I'm going to keep going hard on those, like I said, and then add add a couple, including the affiliate program that you know we just launched. So, um, as far as I guess the, my thoughts on that, I mean, moving into, uh, Q1, Q2, I would say my top two things would be planning. Like, like I already mentioned that the planning, um, and then execution with your team or, you know, even if you're an entrepreneur by yourself, um, you have to execute and stay a core or stay on course for for the plan that you you set forth um, at the beginning of the year. So, um, I don't know. That that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said, you said the right things. Like, right, planning uh, is key, and then digging deep into what you already have. Like, look at the resources that you have available to you, and that's like where you're going to be see the most le- biggest likelihood of success. I mean, I think it, it comes down to mathematics a lot of times, and like where mathematically are you most likely to succeed and then do those things. If you like want, like if someone's asking me the question, like how do I have a foolproof method of succeeding in life? Like if, if I told someone, if I told someone right now, like listening, all right, man, if you don't make $2,000 in the next two hours, like someone in your family is going to die, dude, you will come up with the fucking $2,000. I guarantee you 
You might be a lazy bum every day. Be like, how do I make two grand? The minute I say, dude, I have a gun on your mom's head and you got to make $2,000, dude, you will fucking find $2,000. So the matter isn't that you're, that you don't know what to do. The matter is that you're not motivated enough. You don't have something pushing you, right? I know that people listening to me right now would find a way to make two grand. But the question that I have to people then is like, what would you be thinking about doing to make $2,000 the fastest possible? Would you try to learn a totally new skill set and learn how to be like a, a, a guitar player? Like, no, you'd be like, okay, fuck, what do I have in my house right now? What can I sell? What do I have available to me? What can I do? Okay, um, I can, I don't know, I can, I don't know, I can code. Let me go online quickly and like see if someone wants to make a website quickly and I can get a retainer. Like, you will think about things you already have and that's what you'll focus on. So when the question, and here's where I pivot, because the question was a financial one. How do I make sure 2021 is my most financially successful year? Like if you only have 12 months to do it, and if you want to see massive financial success, think of urgency. Like use the extreme example I just gave. Like if you have two hours and you got to make $1,000 what would be the things you would be doing? Any of the things that you're wasting your time on right now, and I see Star Lost Starbucks doing this. Would you do those things? And the answer for 90% of people would be like, fuck no. <laughs> it's a total right. waste of time. Like, I'm not making right. money from this. What would you be doing? Do that. Like, just do that. Now, imagine if you did that every fucking day. And if you're making $2,000, you need to make $2,800 a day to make a million dollars a year. That's it. $2,800. That's it. So, like, when you break it down like that and you think about what's my core competency, what I'm like really fucking good at, do that. And it's very hard for people to understand that until I, I give that crazy extreme example. Because when you give that extreme example, I think many of us would think, fuck, I know. Okay, yeah, I think I would do this. Because I ask some startup founders who are like, you know, spending eight months like making a logo. If you had like a, would you make a logo for, for like a, you know, like, is that making you money? It's not, man. Right. So like, if you focus on the things that make, if you want to be as wealthy as possible the next year, like be urgent. And like focus on the things you're fucking good at and use that example. And that example is going to help you when you're not sure. Sometimes like there's so many projects, man. Like we give an example, right? Graphic design, podcasting. There's so many things you can do. Video. Like what the fuck do you do when you have a, when you have a brand? Like what do you do? When you do when you want to be successful anyways? Like forget you're not an entrepreneur. I don't know. Should you read? Should you invest? Should you do this? You should be, you know, maybe you should do a little bit of everything. But at the same time, my question always is like, What's moving the needle? And use my hypothetical, you know, the gun on your head. Example, if everything was taken from you and you had 60 minutes to make the most amount of money possible, what would you be doing with your business right now? Do that, you know? So I, I want to give that example to people because what's the number one reason people don't meet their goals? They lack focus. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say too, that you gave the example of the, the $2,800 a day to be, to make a million dollars. It comes on a discipline too. I mean, you know, if you have that, that example of, you know, putting the gun to your head, sure. Somebody can go out and make $2,000 in a day or 2,800 in a day, but are they going to do that over and over and over? That's, that's the main difference between people that are millionaires and people that aren't, you know, they, they might go hard for a few days a week and then the weekends come and they go to shit. But discipline is, is one thing that, stands out to me. Um, I guess, you know, I mentioned the planning part. So if somebody was asking that question, I, I guess I would assume that maybe they haven't planned for this yet. And they're, they're still trying to figure out how they're going to make 2021. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, what would you say? Like if I, I know you gave a couple examples, but if, if somebody's like, 
I don't know, maybe they, they have some sort of business right now, but they haven't really done any planning for Q1 yet. You know, I, I, would you say like they have to scramble to come up with a plan or like just start trying things? Like what, what would you say to that? If, if somebody is asking this question, um, it, to me, it seems like they're not prepared for the start of 2021. Yeah. I mean, the, the plan is like, you can do a schedule. Like this is what I'm gonna do Monday, Tuesday. I, I care less about that. So like if the plan is to be like, say financially successful, cause you put a number behind it. Okay. If I need to make a million dollars this year, like how much do I need to make a month to take a million divided by 12 and then you will get uh, the number I'm not going to repeat because I, I know all these numbers by heart, but so you, there's going to be a number you're going to get to. And then you're like, okay, what's the path to get there? And then you need to divide it up by seven days. How much hours? Like use math. I love math because like, math allows you to predict the future. It's my favorite subject ever. Like, if you want to predict the future, use mathematics. Like it tells you what you have to do. And so the plan really isn't, so the plan really shouldn't be something that's like emotional. Like what you want to do is like, what must you do? And be unemo- like be emotional about the end result, like we've talked about. But like, don't you don't have to be emotional about the process? And that's where people go wrong. They're emotional about the process, where they should be emotional about the end result. Like, what is it? Like, what makes your heart go fast? Like, what do you love doing? Like, what makes you feel alive? If that means you know being on a bodybuilding stage at like three percent body fat and you know ripped to shreds and feeling like a like a Greek god, then that's what that's what you should do. But in the meanwhile, you're gonna have to eat shit. And you're going to have to do cardio for hours on a stairmaster, and you're going to have be it's going to be painful, and it's, you're going to suffer. Like that's you don't have to be in love with that process. You have to be. You can be, but what you should be in love with, and which which should be the end result, and the process is, you just got to do it, man. You know, back in the day, you know, you do some jobs, and sometimes you know, you know, when when a slog and a weight work, and and you look at it, you're like shit, man, this is going to suck. And guess what you do, man, when you say that. You do it anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just do it anyways. In the yeah. morning, sometimes you wake up. I wake up every day at 3.45. Sometimes like, oh, man, this, this is going to suck right now because I take a cold shower. But guess what I do? I still do it. You got to do it anyways because what I love, what I'm emotional about is the end result. The process isn't always going to be fun because people always say, I don't know how you do that, man, because that's not – that's not. I mean, that, that's, gonna, that's so tough. Don't you find it tough, man? You must be built. I was like, no, I find it tough too. I think it's really difficult and it sucks, man. It sucks as much as you think it sucks. I also think it sucks as much. Honestly, it's the same suckage. Right. But what's different yeah. is that I can see the end result and what it's on the other side for me. I love that. So when it comes to planning is just be surgical, be methodical, use mathematics and, and go from there. So like if you have an e-commerce business, like think about, okay, so I need to make this amount every month Okay, so how many side visitors am I getting every single day? Like, how much revenue is that bringing in? Okay, if I make you know hundred dollars from ten thousand visitors, if I want to bring two hundred dollars, that I need to get twenty thousand visitors. Like, how can I bring? How do I double it? Okay, so so you can actually mathematically do a lot. I'm not saying math is the answer to everything, but it's the answer to pro- almost uh, a lot of things. So right. to get to a certain level of revenue, actually, you know, people think that you have to be some sort of creative genius to become um, a millionaire. It's not true. Like I don't. A lot of people I don't know are very intelligent, man. To, to be really honest, <laughs> they're not the most intelligent people I know. A lot of people. There's twenty thousand plus millionaires in this country. It's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people, and yeah. not all of them are like. Majority of them are not like you know, um, doctors, you know, whiz kids from UPenn. Like it's just yeah. not. Man. So it's it's purely about like, can you do this math? Are you are you executing? Once you're gonna get to the extreme high level, sure. But like for that level, you don't need that, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In you know, you always say to it, um, it's a good saying, but what, what got you here is not going to get you to the next level. So when I think of 2020 
um, specifically our business, like I did things that number one, I haven't done before. So like with the strategies that we launched, but I look at my competitors and they're not doing them. So that's something that I would highly recommend for people, regardless of the industry they're in, is to look at your competitors and and try to find something that you can do that they are not. So like just a, a quick example for, for people listening, just the text message uh, platform. You know, there, there's definitely brands using that, but retailers, there's not many. I mean, the, I, I might know of like one, but like, are they doing it effectively? Probably not. Um, and then, you know, upcoming this year, I just, I mentioned the affiliate program. There's, there's a few retailers that are doing that, but again, not, not really how it should be done in my opinion. So the things that, that I focus on now are, are, are looking at the big players, you know, in our industry. And I'm trying to find things that they're doing not well or that they're not doing at all. Um, because I just think that's a massive opportunity. And that's what 2020 was in general. It was when, you know, we talked about this several times. It's, it was a year that people kind of, you know, put their, put their feet up on their desk and kick back, you know, and it, it was a time to, to make up ground. And I think that you can still do that in 2021, even if COVID kind of goes away, which I, it doesn't seem like it's going to right now, but um, you can still always find ways to gain on people when, uh, you know, like I said, there, there's just, there's many different things you can find to, to improve on. So that's something that I would recommend doing as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was um, one time talking to um, a guy called uh, Michael Siebel, who's the, who is, uh, well, right now the, uh, the CEO of Y Combinator. Y Combinator is the, um, I mean, you know, the largest incubator um, in, in the, in, in the country. They produce billion dollar startups, uh, Dropbox that are all come from a Y Combinator. Very hard to get into. So, you know, he was asked, um, uh, what makes, you know, great CEOs great? Like, what, what do they do? And he said, like, this is the only, he's like, it comes down to one thing. He's like, I, I think I mentioned this before, but it comes down to one thing, which is that, you know, great CEOs like execute and they execute a lot, a lot. And by the time most people or the average person is still thinking about it, the great CEO has already done it, has already failed, and has already learned from it and done it right. again. And right. you know, we've talked about this before, but that's very, very, very important. Let's take text messaging, for example. Uh, someone proposed this on one of the Facebook groups that we're both part of. Yeah. And then there were a lot of people commenting, say this, no one likes text messages. No one wants that. text messages. Every text message sucks. Like, is okay, but there's a lot of people who do like text messages and they want fucking text. They want to save money. They want value on their phone. They love it. Right. So for every 10 people that don't want it, 100 people want do want it. And now say, for example, you're doing it and you're making X amount of revenue from it. The other person didn't even try. So while they're still thinking about, is it right? Is it not right? Is it this? Is it that? Like it doesn't, it's it, by the time like you could have started, made a mistake on it already, learned from it and done it again better. And now you have coming close to like really mastering that thing. And that's really important. It's It's, it's very important to execute like whenever you like don't get paralyzed by like stupid things like that because like it doesn't matter sometimes what you think it's it's you have to do that's how you learn because like what yeah. i think i don't know i don't if you told me man like 30 years ago like one of the greatest companies in the world would be making you know you take a photo and there's a cat cat filter that comes from it and that's going to be the greatest invention like of all time i'd be like dude you're fucking nuts like we invented electricity then we had the steam engine and then the airplane right one of the greatest inventions like engineers of our time like developed a cat filter that's worth billions of dollars called snapchat i think you're fucking insane like or a place yeah. where i can like 
you know, like photos of like, girl, like what? Like that's totally insane. I would never believe you. What does it matter? Like that doesn't matter because that's what the, the, the that's what the society wanted and that's what they value. And like, right. and, and I think execution is a big part of that. You know? Yeah. Honestly, that I remember that conversation in that group. Um, and it's like, it like made me like cheer inside. You know what I mean? Like, cause they, they're not going to fuck with it. So I'm going to still do uh, the texting why they can just decide if they, they want to get into it. So yeah, I, I remember that, but I mean, dude, there was, there's plenty of things in 2020 that I messed up on like big time, you know, that cost me money and whatever. But you know, now this year I won't make that same mistake. You know what I mean? So I, I think a lot of people are afraid to fail. Um, and sure it sucks. I mean, everybody's going to fail at some point, but it's, it's the best way to learn. Like you just said, um, you know, now you know not to do that again, but, uh, whenever somebody is like doubting something or saying like the text messages suck, like that could be like, pay attention to that. Cause people do that all the time. Like just in, in everyday conversations, like think of what people are saying that shitty and they don't like, like that could be a possible opportunity for you. You know what I mean? So, um, I think that's something that, that people should kind of be keen of even in like their everyday conversations. Yeah. It reminds me, dude, uh, when I got into real estate, I, um, I used to work with this guy called Frank Celeste that I wanted to like learn from. He's like one of the greatest, like has one of the greatest real estate brokerages in, in, in all of Boston. They do over a hundred million dollars in sales and he's like the kingpin of real estate. And so yeah. he's like, Freddie, I, I'm going to we're going to go to a show. And I was like, yeah, I want to learn like how you assess like property. This is really, I was young at the time. And so we'd go to this property and it was like looking good at open house, like a lot of other people. And he would go in there and be like, oh man, this place really sucks. Like the walls, they suck. And everyone was like, really? Frank saying it yeah. sucks. And I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be here. And people one by one would leave the open house. And the next day he would put a cash offer on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was his way of like discouraging everybody else because like people listen so much to like, you know, people's feedback, like that don't really, you know, that right. they just believe it. It's social pressure. Right. And they're like, Oh, this sucks. It's like, I heard five friends tell me that people don't like text messages. Fucking bullshit. Right. Right. People were using text messages way before like Instagram and Facebook. Like, I don't know. In the worst case, you got to try it out. What does it cost, man? Like, what is a subscription to Postscript? I don't know. A few hundred, but I don't even know what it is. What? It's not a yeah. lot of money. So you can learn uh, from it. But the idea being is that you have to execute, like do it, like do it and do it and do it. Don't do stupid things. Like don't randomly do shit like without thinking what you're doing. But like the best way to learn, man, is just doing, I know, you know, and <laughs> I hope not uh, <laughs> people take this badly who listen to the show, but the, Justin, I have clients who are still discussing the text message thing. And I've said, hey, you can try it. Uh, there's some success with it and they just don't want to do it. It's been a year and they just don't want to do it. And they're just still yeah. thinking about it. And it's like, fuck that, man. Like, so there's only so much you can do about it. And that's something, you know, I said, hey, man, Sean, now, Justin, and I always talk about who is our best client. And it's always like Sean, because why we say, uh, I was like, hey, man, we should try a text. Next day, it's done. Ambassador program. I'm like, and then you send me a link. It's done. And like that kind of progress is very, very hard to find. So obviously, from all the clients and people that we speak to and Justin speaks to, and there's just a lot of fucking people in the street. And it's just like, yeah. you always on top of the list because like with our calls succinct, gets straight to the point and it gets done. And that's just like a very, very good trade. And, you know, I want to tell you this over, over this podcast, it's so very commendable and you should keep that up because dude, I tell you, man, it's like some people are still stuck with like, Oh, should I get Clavio or can I send my own emails? And it's just like, dude, no, you use it. And it's like, right. but it's, but it's like $50 a month. And I was like, dude, like you, your business is bringing in like X amount of money. Like, why can't you spend this? And they just can't, they can't get to it, man. It's right. very hard. <laughs> so, yeah. I appreciate that for sure. And I mean, just for people that are listening too, especially if it's any of your clients, I mean, 
I would say, you know, the direct mail flyer that we tried, I mean, it cost me, you know, 12, 1300 bucks. It didn't really work out. I mean, it, it did okay, but I don't think I would do it again. And so how would I know if I didn't try it? You know what I mean? So for, for what I spent on that, I've made times, whatever, 10 or hundred on, on postscript using text messages. So it's like, you have to, you have to dabble around and try different things. Um, I, I didn't win on everything. I'm sure you didn't in, in this last year either, but you know, that's, we won't fuck around with that now this year. You know what I mean? So we just improve on it. So yeah, yeah, no, it was a good, um, d- definitely man. And and so if you do want to go in, if you do want to go back into mailers, um, we already know like what stuff like we can maybe yeah. do better or would not. And so like that already puts you ahead of the curve and that that's really important. So like execute, execute, execute all the fucking time. Like everyone else in, in your life, they're just going to talk. They're going to talk so fucking much like in school. They're going to talk in college. They're going to talk and your coworkers are going to talk. You're, gym like everyone in the gym is going to talk i want to compete i heard all that. i want to compete i want to compete i want to yeah. i don't do a great fucking physiques it doesn't matter they don't compete and then right. they're like oh i could have won it was like you didn't compete bro like it doesn't matter right so like you have to if you really want to do it do it like get on stage start your business like start that you, you think about oh I, I don't truth bomb the sound is not good or like this says this is not good or this lighting is not good or joe rogan like i don't like what he says this i'm gonna walk away make your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best way, like a big, biggest F you to like, if somebody don't like what, what they're doing, like build a competitor to, to him. Like I, I hear some people comment about Jordan, build a better podcast than him, like build a better one and then compete against him, have him on your show and talk and, and but roast him, like do that. But like yeah. sitting on the sideline and thinking about it and like commenting, it doesn't really matter because I see this a lot. I don't like this video. I don't like that. It's like, dude, but you don't, you don't make any videos, you know? So it doesn't matter. Right. Um, right. and so even like with the stuff we do, because we get a lot of questions, we upgraded a little bit, like the videos we post, post on Instagram, and they've gotten better and better. Right. Because, um, oh, for we sure. have on the back end, um, Natalie that helps us and the video gets, keeps getting better and better. And it's because the first time we posted, they're like, what can we do? What can we not do? And then people ask, well, how did you do this? So, so it's like, dude, we've been making videos for a while and you get there by doing it over and over again in the beginning, dude, if you have a video that you have with your phone, and you just record it, fucking put it out there. It's better than just like hoping that you're going to get one day, you're going to get the biggest production. This is not how it works. And so, so execution is key. Um, and digging down into like what resources you have available to you and that you can double down on, like double, like triple down on it this year. You know, and I, I think that that's like a really important and like that almost guarantees you like a higher likelihood of success. Can you succeed by doing alternate methods, by like learning a totally new skill set and totally crushing? Absolutely. Don't let any of us discourage you. But if you want to increase your likelihood of success, like double, triple down in like your skill set and just work on that. We talked about this in one of our episodes, like should you focus on your weaknesses or your strengths? No, work and double down on your strengths and do that in 2021. And you're going to see, you know, uh, your, your success like catapult. Yeah. 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 One thing I'll add to that too Um is really just the people that you're around. I know it's it's pretty common to think about that, but you know, I, I look at you and Justin as two people, like probably the closest people that I talk to business wise. But you guys are, are very successful, and it like it pushes me because like I don't want to, not in a way disappoint you guys, but like I just want to live up to to what you guys are doing. So I think having people that also have the same kind of mindset and. and um, success or the success that you want, I think is, is very big because like, like you just mentioned earlier that, you know, you mentioned the affiliate program and then I sent you a link. It's like, I always want to like, I, I deliver on what we talk about. So like, it, I'm always trying to stay up with that. 
So I think that's why I really like the supplements new program because that it, it like keeps me, um, it keeps something on my ass, honestly. Um, cause sometimes I need it and everybody does, but I think that that's very important because in my, in my personal life, I don't really have a, I don't really have many people like that. So it's hard to find people like that when you do, I think it's, it's definitely, um, it's going to help you in, in the short term and long, uh, long term. But that's, that's something that's, that's critical for me and my success. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, that's what it's really about, man. It's about a accountability. But at the end of the day, like it falls yeah. on, on you. Cause like it falls yeah. on you to just like deliver and like being like the guy who says they're going to do something and doing it, dude, like you could be, that's the way to be the man. Like, yeah. That you're going to do something, actually do it. Like that used to be like a pride, like men used to take, like being a man, like you say your word counts for something. Like right. now everything is everything because of the internet, but like, dude, just deliver on what you say. Like tell your customers you're going to do something and then do your absolute best to deliver. Like tell your friends you're going to be like, they can rely on you. And when time comes, you they can rely on you. Like right. tell your parents and your friends and your co- colleagues, like, dude, just be the person who always keeps their word. You're going to succeed. And if you want to see massive success, you got to keep your word to one person that matters the most in your life. And that's you. Right. So you got to, you got to keep your word to yourself. So if you tell yourself like December 31st, you know, 1159, you look yourself in the mirror and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Be the person that shows up for yourself. And that's extremely, extremely important. You know, we can show up for other people. That's really very hard. Showing up for ourselves, man, that's a whole different, right. a whole different ball game. For you sure. know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. Show up for yourself. Like be, be fair to yourself. Like if you were in a relationship with yourself, like don't, you don't, you wouldn't like let yourself down. Right. right. So like, don't do that. And I think, um, that's very important. Like if you really like yourself and love yourself, like you wouldn't want to let yourself down ever. So like, I'm always very careful. I'm like, I'm going to, when I make a promise to myself, like this is when I accomplish this year, like, dude, I fucking need to do it because like, I, I don't like to let, you know, people down if I make a strict promise to them. And, but I can, I first have to start with making promises to myself and keeping those promises. So make a promise to yourself that you can keep. So think about like a couple of hypotheses. Like what's a promise you can make yourself for 2021 about some sort of financial success or business success or life, whatever life goal you have that you can actually keep. Actually, you don't break your promise. Like be the person who never breaks a promise. And then second thing is like have urgency, like be urgent about your goals. Like it cannot be like, if something can be done tomorrow, it's not urgent. Like it's just not urgent. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow, there is no such thing as tomorrow. Like we know that there is no tomorrow guys. Like you have to do it like now, as soon as you can do it, fucking do it. Um, and the third thing is what you said, you got to execute. You got to execute. Like you just have to fucking execute. They're all tied to each other, but are almost like kind of different, but you have to execute. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do you do 365 days? The year is over and you're going to be a fucking king, like right. guaranteed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Urgency is kind of what I was getting at with, with the, you know, the program that you guys have. It's, you guys always have me on my toes and that's, that's what I like about it because I, I mean, I, I do that on my own anyway, but not all the time. So I, I think that's something that has brought me a lot of value from that program It's just urgency um, even though it's not like you guys are chasing me down to, to get things done. You know what I mean? Obviously it's my business. So, um, like I said, it's just, I, I don't want to let you guys down or myself down. So that's, it plays into the whole urgency thing. And I think that's, that's uh, very big. No, that's crucial, man. And that's what you said. Cause like we, Justin and I do like, um, you know, every week we do a call between ourselves and we think about like how, what, what how are the clients doing? And it's just like, yeah. You know, it's like very easy to see like which clients are going to succeed like with their goals, and it, you know, obviously you're all every single week you're on top of the list, and it's just it's it, it's it's purely a thing is like when you say you're going to do, it, you're actually going to do it, 
And um, yeah, man, it's a simple concept actually, but it's so difficult, man. It's so fucking difficult to hold your word. It's very difficult to just say, I'm going to do it and just doing it. Dude, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, yeah. So I, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, with, with a lot of colleagues and associates and whatever clients, whatever, it's just like, they just, they, they, they can't get, keep it together. And I think, um, to just like sit there and make a, there's all, you know, there's always an excuse, right? My wife, my girlfriend, my daughter, my son, coach COVID there's always something, but you know, you have to be honest with yourself. Like how much of it really is true. If you happen to wake up your kid at eight o'clock, wake up at five. Like I know I'm, I know I'm being hard. Just do that. Like, right. If you can't get your training in, cause you're working like a 12 hour shift, wake up fucking earlier. Like to me, honestly, the answer to most things, you know, when I did this list for myself, I'm like, dude, this is all these excuses that I have. I was 15 years old. And I realized the answer to everything, you know what it was? I wake up fucking early. I wake up really early and like, dude, I have so much fucking time. Like by the time it's eight o'clock, I've been awake for at least three, you know, four and a half, five hours or so. Like I've been awake because like I don't sleep much, but I wait, I'm always up really early. So that was for me what I needed to do. It's not the right answer for everybody, but so let's just find a way to like make it work. And here's another thing. Don't make whatever you make a priority in your life. Like a lot of people, like, for example, let's take the gym, for example. They're like, okay, how can I fit the gym in my day? That's a wrong mentality. How can you fit your day around your gym? Good mentality. Right. You want to be- become a successful business person. Oh, how can I fit, like, party week, like, Christmas week around uh, – how can I work around my par- – no, no, no. You need to take everything you're doing and make it work around the center thing. What's at the center of what you're doing? And so the, the the way they speak about it already is different. They like try to fit it in somewhere, like wherever they can. And that's fine. Sometimes in life, you might have to do that. Sometimes like you might have to put in your workout or like some, you have to move it around. But if you want to be a professional bodybuilder and compete in the Mr. Olympia, there's no such thing. You can, everything else will have to move for that stuff. So whatever you're making 2021, your promise, just like how you do it a lot of times, you just make, you make your day the servant to your goal. So what's serving who? Who's serving who? Is entertainment serving your goals or is your goal serving your entertainment? Are you going to work to make a paycheck so you can blow it in the weekend? Or do you have a weekend so you can serve, be better, you know, maybe better rested for your work? Like right. totally different mindset. Yeah. And you see it by the way that people speak, like how they, what they really think about, like what their goal Because you can say whatever your goal is, but it, unless you see it that way, like who's your master and who's your servant, you know, you're never going to be, um, you can see it, man. Yeah. Um, I wanted to add to, you said that you wake up earlier and that, that was how you started getting, you know, more things done for me. I mean, I don't get up super early, like maybe, maybe six o'clock, six thirty. Um, but for me, I found, and we talked about this early in 2020, like just how I dealt with my schedule, but I found that the best time for me to work is late at night. That's when I'm most effective, um, with the things that I need to get done. So that's something that I would recommend doing for, for people that, that, are kind of lost with that, like figure out what times you work the best. And for me, it's, it's typically like 10 PM to midnight. That's, that's usually when I can sit down on my computer. There's not, my phone's not fucking going crazy. Um, and that's when I usually get stuff done and I can just crunch it out. So that's what's worked best for me. Um, and everybody's different, you know, you wake up super early. I'm not that way, but you know, everybody's different. So that, that's just how, you know, something that I found that works for me. So, yeah, but see, the only way you found that out is because you, you were like, okay, well, what works better? Let me do what works better. But yeah. so for example, if every, if you had to go out every night, like a lot of people do like hang out with their friends, like have happy hour, then even though you realize that you're actually a late night person, you couldn't do it. 
because now you can only the only thing you can do is wake up real super early in the morning. But maybe that's not your thing, and your body doesn't cooperate with you at that time. Right. Right. So that's the problem now. So I guess the only way you can get to that point is where you're like, okay, the most important thing in my day, my center is my work, like NutriFit building this business. And so I got to find when I can, how I can make my day so it serves this goal. Like, how do I make everything in my life to serve this goal? Okay, my biology, my biological clock, how I eat, how I drink water, like everything is around like when it's like eight o'clock at night, dude, fucking something lights up in my brain. I can work, man. Like I can fucking work. You have no problem doing that because at eight o'clock you can work. Right. At nine o'clock you can work. At 10 o'clock you can work. Like a lot of people don't give themselves that opportunity because they're just like, they, they don't, they're not going out. And now you're fucked. So if you're lucky enough, you're, some people are very lucky. I know I've known a handful of men and women like this where they can, they, they, they don't make their day around their work, but because like when they actually are at work, they're just so fucking productive, like that they can fuck around and they could still kind of do well, like, and they, they could, okay. And they can get passed right. by, but it's just like, you're paying, playing Russian roulette at that point. So like make your goal, your master and make your day, your servant. And like, very important, make entertainment, your servant, like, do not make it your master. Like, don't be governed by, it's such a simple thing. Like we learned this, whether, whatever, if you're a religious person, you're learning in the Bible, wherever, like, you know, there's a lot of vices in our life that try to take over what we do. And this is the same message I'm saying right now, whether you're religious or not, like, you know, you have to watch out like what's governing you. Um, and this, and the reason we say this now is because it's going to get in the way of your goals in one way or the other. And we can make a whole episode about the, the example that you just provided, like splitting up the day that you and I talked about and right. some of us talked about, you know, early in the year. But um, it's a very, very good, uh, uh, very good example, man, that we can talk about and, and really uh, break down because I think it'd be very helpful for people. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned the the going out part too. It in a way sometimes it allows me to do that. Like if if my parents or something, you know, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat? We can go out from I don't know six to seven p.m. or something. I can come home and I still know that I still have my productive window coming up. You know what I mean? So it allows me to have a little bit of flexibility. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not like just sitting in my office or in my store nonstop on my computer. Like I do stuff too. I, I go out a little bit here and there, but um, that's that's just what fits my schedule. And I know that even though I have a couple hours to, to go do whatever, I'm going to, I still have that window that I need to get shit done. And, and that's later in the night. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a definitely a, a good point, man. And um, yeah, man, it, it's going to come down to discipline. Right. And that's, um, I mean, I, I would say there's um, some, there's always more, more, uh, more things to add to this. It comes down to discipline. Right. And, We've talked about this as well, and a lot of it is is repetitive because repetition makes you better. So sometimes you got to hear it more often. Um, right. I, I like the same. Sometimes I read good books, and I'm like, I want to read it again, and then I read it again because every time I read the fucking book, I learn something new. Right? Like I didn't, I didn't get that the first time, man. So like a second time, I got it. And a third time, I got it even better. So repetition is a good thing, and and so that's why you know one of the things uh, I speak about too. And we've both sp spoken about is just a discipline, you know, when motivation fades, you know, discipline takes over. So just be very, very disciplined. Um, always like a disciplined person will always win because a disciplined person is not governed by emotion. Um, very important. Like don't be an emotional person. Um, because if your goal is totally always emotional, then Monday, you're going to work Tuesday, you're going to feel like shit Wednesday, it's going to rain. So you're not going to show up, you know, on Thursday, like, you know, your, your neighbor is going to go see you on Tinder. Like you're not going to work like every day is going to be something different. And like, I, 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 it's very difficult to deal with those kinds of people because, you know, I don't know if 
I have experience working with people like this and it's like every day something new. I'm like, okay, are you in a good mood today or no? Because other people can can leave their fucking whatever's happening in their life, just leave it behind and you come to work and like, yeah, I'll I'll deal with that later. Right. Leave it behind. Don't bring, you know, girlfriend problems into your work. When you're working, you're working. And it's very difficult to do that. And so you're going to have to like flip that switch. And that comes only from discipline. So you're bringing all these things together, man, like discipline, execution, uh, planning, and urgency. And you have a blueprint for a super successful 2021, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to ask you too before. So this is going to be our obviously our last episode for, for 2020. But I wanted to ask you if you could give like one word for, I guess, people listening of, of what 2021 should be, what, what would you say? For me, it, it would be um, either between discipline and urgency, but I'll probably say discipline. Um, that, that would be my word for, for 2021 for success. What, what would you say? Yeah, man, you, you took discipline, which is the best word ever. Um, and I would say leverage. Leverage is really key. So like whatever, if you've been listening to the truth bomb, hopefully you've been taking some notes and, you know, taking the time to learn new skill sets, maybe trying to dabble in new things, maybe open up a trading account and be like, oh man, I'm going to make, I'm going to do my first few trades, learn a little bit about that. Maybe got into stocks, maybe got into Shopify, whatever you're doing. 2021 should be the time where you leverage that growth, like leverage what you have. Again, we can talk about like borrowing money, that kind of leverage. I'm all for it like leverage, like grow. And that's really what it is. Like what do you have right now that you can leverage more? Because we all have certain things within us that we can actually grow more. Like how can how can we get like Nutrifield? Like my goal is like, you know, work me and you working together on like the right consulting. Like how do we get Nutrifield to like another level? And that the way to get there is to leverage what you've done in 2020, which is your best fucking year yet. And to take some parts of that and leverage that. Right. Um, and I think about that a lot too. And where most people, we don't do that. Instead of leveraging, you know what we do? We just, we do something new and then we don't leverage. Supplement space is very common. A great product, doing well, super well. Let's make a new product. And it's like, we take that product, bring it to big box, like grow it, grow it, grow it. No, 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 no. I'm going to I'm gonna start a new line. And I don't know why. And so this is sometimes, I, I don't always recommend that. I'm not saying that that can't work. It right. can. But if you want to be big, if you want to join like the big boys club, you have to like learn how to use leverage. Um, if you were like intrigued by that, um, you know, look up, go on Google, use leverage and put the word leverage and billionaire. And you'll see every person who has massive wealth has used leverage one way or the other. And it's going to open your door to like new way of thinking. We're definitely going to be talking about that um, very soon. Um, as I love, one of my favorite things to do is like talking about financing. How do you finance deals? How do you buy companies? How do you do that? And how do you lend money? How do you borrow money? What do you do with that? How do people like Donald Trump like gain all their wealth? Like what do they do? And leverage is a big part of that. But that's not just about like borrowing money and like growing from financially, but like leveraging your current tools. Postscript, we make X amount of money with it. Like how do we grow that? You right. know, so that that's for me is the name of the game. And then using discipline with it, and I think you'll be an unstoppable force, man. Yeah, I, I think for me it'd be discipline, but it depends. It depends on what happens with COVID. So I think if COVID keeps going as it is, I think discipline's even uh, more crucial because it's just 2020 was such a year that you had to stay focused because of there's so much bullshit going on that I think discipline was, was very key. I mean, it always is, but just 2020 was especially important. Um, so it, it really depends for me. 
to use that word discipline for 2021, depending on what COVID does. Like if it, if COVID kind of settles down, then I think um, I would change that. But for right now, the way that COVID's going, I think staying a course, staying the way that uh, you've been focused through 2020, I think discipline would be, would be my word. Um, just because it, there's so much, there's so much shit going on right now that can be distracting and um, you know, stupid lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, it's so easy to to stray off of of your your main goal and focus with all this crap. So I think that's that would be my word still for twenty twenty one. Yeah, some predictions. What do you think is going to happen twenty twenty one? You think uh, we're so we're gonna next time this year? What what what, what is it? Tw- December 29th, whatever. Are we going to be uh, still under lockdown? And what are, what are your thoughts? Like, are we we're wearing a mask? Like, how, what is what do you, what are your predictions, man? Uh, I think that masks. I don't think masks will be like enforced, but I do think that. Um, vaccination will be like a big thing and tracing. I, personally, I think that like um, to do anything like traveling and things like that, you're going to have to have a vaccine. So I think I don't think it'll be mandatory to get one. But if you want to do certain things that you're going to have to have a vaccination, that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate the thought of that. <laughs> me too. I don't like it at all, but uh, it fucking scares me and I'm very much against it. But uh yeah, you, you, you're probably right. And that's how they're going to get away with it because they're going to not, not, it's going to be too difficult to make like a federal right. mandate on vaccinations. Right. That's just not going to happen constitutionally here in the States. And so like, it's just going to be private businesses um, going to yeah. demand it. There's already like a lot of the top airlines have already uh, worked together I mean, now. Yeah. yeah. Where they're going to, uh, there's a digital passport, which you download your phone and it shows you when you got immun- uh, immunized and you show it when you board and all that shit. Sure. So yeah, I mean, that's where we're moving in. Um, I hope that uh, I, I hope we grow some balls in this country. Uh, I'm worried. I've always this, uh, expressed a little bit of worry not to be like a doomer, but I hope we grow some balls back in this country. I think America is not heading in the right direction, and I'm worried about it. I think America is going to lose its competitive advantage, and we're losing our status of being a superpower if we continue on with this all this bullshit and just like taking everything, taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it. And um, at some point, we, we're taking too much and there has to be like a big shakeup where like citizens come together and be like, hey, like we need a new direction here because this is, you know, because like all of us, right? We talk about it and I make stories, Instagram, this, but like it's not doing anything. No. Right. Yeah. So we can all complain about it. But at the end of the day, like push comes to shove. I go to the fucking airport. I wear the diaper on my face. Right. right. So I do it. So as long as I do that, I comply. Right. And at some point, I know I'm definitely getting to the point where it's like, I just don't, I don't want to participate in this anymore. But what they're doing right now is like, if you want to participate in like high society or like be part of society, like you, you have to just do this. And that's dangerous. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people who are more on the conservative side and they're like, they don't want to talk about it ever because they're like, well, you know, I can't be part of high society in New York and never talk about like Donald Trump. And like, then you're fucked <laughs> because like, if you just can't talk about this stuff anymore and it's just like, you're so ashamed and, the biggest enemy of like who actually makes uh, you know the conservatives lose the election is is the silent majority. The silent majority is to blame for a lot of it because you're so silent <laughs> that no one knows you exist and no one cares about you anymore, right? And right. you're so fucking silent. So like silent majority is not our strength. And this is not a political statement that I'm making, but even if you're left or you're right, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, who's winning is special interests and foreign governments. Neither Democrats are winning or the rep- or like Republican like everyday people. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just I wanted to say that I use this platform for that because I, I, th- I hope that we grow some balls in this country. Uh, I'm worried about it, man. I'm worried of going into 2020. I'm going in there with some uh, a lot of uh, uneasiness, you know, to be honest. 
Yeah, and I don't, I don't think personally, I don't think it's going to get any better with Biden. Um, we'll see, but I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like Trump was like our ticket out of that, or at least like to to start paving the path out of that kind of uh, mentality of not not having any balls. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be a pretty crazy year. Huh? That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, if, if, I'm, I'm always holding hope that things might change. But if Biden does get into office, it's going to be a fucking rocky ride. Um, yeah. It's going to be some crazy shit happening, man. It's going to be some crazy shit happening. We'll see. Also, there's a big uh, Senate election, uh, which uh, I don't know how, how, what to even think about elections at this point. But we'll see what happens um, from a business standpoint. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But yep. yeah, man. So uh, I, I do want to end it up on a, on a positive note. Um, you know, we're we're super excited to do the show uh, for you guys through all the stuff. You know, we've been in the show through riots, COVID, <laughs> elections. Like, you know, we've been providing the show and this content to you guys uh, from, you know, I'm in Boston and, and, and Sean, you're all the way in Ohio. So we're, we're doing the show. And and yeah, it's been it's been a real privilege and a real um, for sure to be able to do that. And we've grown. uh you know, good number of people that listen to us. We've grown our, our following uh, on, on, on Instagram. So it's been, it's been great. And I'm, I'm very, I uh, feel very privileged to be able to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I look forward to it, you know, every week and uh, it's new for me. You've been in the podcast game for a little bit, but you know, all this was new for me and it was something that, that made me kind of uncomfortable. So I feel like I, I got a little growth out of that, you know, in 2020. So I look forward to keep doing this for the, the whole next year. And, um, you know, it's, it's exciting. Honestly, that's, that's how I think about it. Every, every week I, I look forward to it. So uh, I appreciate it as well. Awesome, man. Awesome. Man. And of course, always a privilege to do with you, my friend. Uh, so it's very difficult yeah. to find a good, uh, good people to do podcasts with, man. So I get asked a lot, man, you want to do podcasts? Like, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I've done a chat with uh, some others and it's just like never really worked. So I've, yeah, one of my buddies, we're a totally odd pair, but like we, we've been doing it for a while and it's been great and obviously doing it with you. And, and that's just phenomenal, man. So thank you for being a great co-host this year. And yeah, dude, I can't wait to just keep growing this man and to just provide value. If it's for one person, two people, now we've got hundreds of people. So we reach over a thousand listeners. So I yeah, mean, just the, the beginner. Yeah, I agree, man. It's been a fun ride so far, and I'm looking forward to uh, more episodes coming soon. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys, so we're signing off from the year 2020, finally, Uh, and uh, we will be back in 2021. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Look forward to it next week, man.